once in royal David's city, stood a lowly cattle shed where a mother laid her baby in a manger for his bed. Cecil Francis Alexander Hi, everybody, and welcome back to this Christmas episode of Emetophobia Help with Anna Christie. I'm Anna, and I'm a psychotherapist and a recovered emetophobic and the host for this podcast. Today, I have a special Christmas message for those of you who celebrate uh, the true meaning of Christmas in the Christmas or in the Christian faith. Sorry. Um, so I'm laughing a little bit because this is, I think it's a funny story. The people who are mad at me still don't think it's funny. But when I was a minister, one Christmas Eve, I gave this very message that I'm about to give to you, and I almost got fired for it. A small group of people, just on a side note, they were all white and extremely economically privileged people. They were outraged that I would dare talk about crap on Christmas Eve for a Christmas Eve message uh, when they just wanted everything to be so nice. They wrote angry letters to the church council. In years to come, they apparently referred to me behind my back as the crappy minister. <laughs> um, but seated in the congregation that night was a middle-aged man who hadn't been to church since he was a kid. He had been fired from his job. His marriage was broken up recently, and Christmas made him miserable all the time anyway. But he decided that night to come to the neighborhood church, and then he was going to go home and quietly commit suicide. He didn't do that. He came, but he didn't go home and commit suicide because this Christmas message really spoke to him. He told me later, he told me um, a few weeks later. And so I hope it speaks to someone out there uh, with a metaphobia who's listening today. Our house backs onto a huge field and park. Everyone on our side of the street has a gate that opens up to the field. Sometimes in summer, we hold a great neighborhood barbecue by opening up all our gates and setting up tables and games and letting kids play and adults converse. One woman floated the idea that we should do what they call a living nativity scene. Uh, we can rent costumes and animals, she was saying. It's going to be great. And the this scene would take place in each of our backyards being one part of it so that people could start at the street and then walk along the field and go into each of the yards. Um, the first would be perhaps Mary and Joseph and a donkey when Mary's pregnant. Um, the next could be the inn where there's no room. Another could be the shepherds and their sheep with a group of angels. And then the nativity you know, um, the, the the sort of normal scene that you would see in a nativity scene, Mary, Joseph, 
the baby Jesus. And then it could be a house um, where the wise men came like two years later. So it's a really cool idea, except for one problem. In the winter, we don't get snow here in Vancouver in the winter, but rather pouring rain. So we often let our dogs crap in the backyard in the winter. It's a swamp anyway. And some days there's so much rain that we don't want to take them down the street for a walk to crap where we pick it up in in a bag, you know, and well, you know that routine. So my point is that in the winter, my backyard is a dog toilet. How could I possibly set up a nativity scene of the beautiful birth of our Lord in a yard full of dog crap? And removing it in the winter when it's pouring rain, I'm not going to describe it, but that is just not a possibility. We usually wait for the heavy rains of winter and early Vancouver spring to wash most of it away, and then we hose the rest in February when the sun finally comes out. Anyway, it's a disgusting place uh, by the middle of December, and there's no way that we could possibly participate in a living nativity. Long story short, the idea never took hold. Some people were away at Christmas. One of our neighbors was Jewish. No one really wanted to organize the whole thing. So I and my yard full of crap were off the table, thank goodness. But the thing is, being a preacher, you see, at the time, I couldn't stop thinking about it. About the heavenly baby Jesus in a yard full of dog crap. And then I remembered that Dogs are animals, just like cows and sheep and horses and camels and all those other animals in the stable that night. They all crap. When there was no room in the inn for Mary and Joseph, they were relegated to the stable, which is the barn. Those squeaky, clean, angelic nativity scenes we see everywhere aren't very realistic. Barns are full of crap. They stink to high heaven. And a manger, by the way, is not a crib or a cradle for a baby. A manger is a feed box for cows. It was probably full of hay because cows eat hay and they eat it out of the manger normally. And then, you know, what happens next with the cows? Mary laid her baby in a feed bin, in a dirty, stinky barn full of crap. I believe that was the gospel writer's intention. The picture he wanted us to get when we read the story. He could have described Jesus' birth as taking place in a castle along the road to Bethlehem, where they took the young couple in and offered a cradle with satin lining for this very holy baby? If Luke the writer had told it that way, I mean, who would know the difference? Upon reflection, I came to like the idea of a live nativity in my yard full of crap. Why? Because Jesus was born into our crap. Is your life full of crap? I mean, when I had a metaphobia, I can tell you my life was crap. 
Jesus Christ was born for you right into the midst of the crap. Your crappy emetophobia life, Christ is born right into it. How about your crappy job or your crappy unemployment? The crappy year of 2020 when millions upon millions got sick and died from COVID-19. The crappy racism from the crappy police who murdered George Floyd and who knows how many more people of color. Do you, do any of you have to endure any other crap besides emetophobia? I mean, I can't even imagine it. But I do know that we all have to endure all the regular crap of life, bad marriages, abusive relationships, poverty. I mean, all of just having emetophobia doesn't, it doesn't keep all that other crap away from you, right? Maybe you had to go through the crap of death, grief, and loss, or the crap of a terrible diagnosis from a doctor for you or for someone you love. Maybe you battle the crap of addiction, yours or someone else's. Whatever your crap is, Christ came into it. Right down and dirty into it. He experienced a good deal of crap himself as time went on. Criticism, bullying, abuse, fiction. I mean, uh, now there's crap, crucifixion. He knows how you feel. God may not be able to fix your crap. But God promises through Christ to be with you, to comfort you, to give you strength, to weep with you in sorrow, and to laugh with you in joy. I wish for you on this Christmas Day 2020 the joy and light and love that Christ brings into the crap, whether it be in your yard or in your heart. Merry Christmas from me and from the whole emetophobic community on Facebook who have made this podcast possible. It's been a tremendous success since the beginning of September. We've had um, 3,500 or so downloads. Each episode is getting um, close to 300 by by you know, 30 or 90 days, depends on the episode, but they're all getting up there towards 300. So thank you very much. Next Friday, will I will be dropping a special um, podcast for New Year's Day, um, where I am interviewing a guest. So no more, um, you know, Christmas messages or anything like that. Um, there are costs associated with this podcast. If you'd like to help out, if you're enjoying the podcast or it's being helpful to you, just look in the podcast notes, scroll down to the bottom, and you'll see a link there that says support the show, buy me a coffee. See you next week. Mm-hmm.